title of the message is Acting on the Word. Acting on the Word. Acting on the Word. I think one of the, uh, one of the common difficulties that people have is they act on their disease. They act on their problem. They act on their difficulty instead of holding fast to the word and acting on the word. Amen. One of the first people I can remember praying for um, many years ago, she had... Um, I can't remember what her problem was, but she, she could barely walk. She had a walking frame. And I said, Lord, why didn't you send me someone with a headache? I, there's no way I can help this person. And the Lord said to me, it's not your responsibility to heal, but to obey. And the power of Jesus Christ fell on her, delivered her, actually curled her hair under the power of God, and, and healed her. All glory to Jesus. But it's not your responsibility to heal, but to obey. And God expects us to act on his word. God expects us to be obedient to his word that he brings to us by the Holy Spirit. He expects us to yield our lives to him so that we are acting by his command and not acting driven by our circumstances and problems. When people are sick, they often act as if they are sick. Their, their whole life is like, I'm sick now. The doctor's told me I've got this problem. I'm sick now. The whole life revolves and acts upon that fact. The fact is they've got this problem. Instead of acting on the word which says, by his stripes, you were healed. And some of the testimonies that we've been hearing of people who refused to accept the facts but rather chose to believe the truth of God's word. You know, a fact is a fact, but a fact is not as powerful as the truth. A fact is like a shadow. The truth is like light. The truth is light. You, you turn on the light and the shadow is gone. You turn on the light and the shadow is gone. So why would you base your life on temporary shadows? Shadows come and go, but the light remains forever. Act on the truth of God's word. Amen. You know, if, if you're prayed for and someone says to you, now, walk, 
or if you have breathing problems, now breathe. Or if you had back problems, now bend. You're not testing your miracle. You're not saying, well, how, how am I going now? You're acting on the word in faith. And many people, when they act on the word in faith, they're healed. They may not be healed when the power of the Holy Spirit hits them, but they're healed when they're walking out their faith, acting on the word. I mean, Vivian was sharing how she had her first customer with her job and she needed the money. I think, Vivian, you're a single mum, is that right? But she acted on the word and was obedient to what God was saying to her and the blessing came. The blessing doesn't come by acting on facts. It comes by acting on the promises of God's word. When you look at uh, the ministry of Jesus, many times he asked people, told people to do things. Let's look at Luke 17, 11. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that Jesus passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And don't be, believe these preachers who tell you don't beg. A lot of people in the Bible begged God for his mercy and he was merciful to them. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. You know, uh, just imagine, they came to Jesus for healing and he didn't pray for them. He told them to act on his word. And as they were walking, the power of God came on them. And I'm sure that perhaps some of them felt evil spirits, spirit of infirmity, spirit of leprosy, left them. Perhaps some of them felt their fingers growing out that, had, uh, that were missing fingers. They were cleansed as the, as the leprosy left them. Hallelujah. Just as they were walking and going to the priest to show themselves that they were healed. You know, I think there may have been the temptation for some of the lepers to say, well, Lord, you pray for me. You pray for me before I go. They had faith to walk. Amen. Very important. Act on the word of God. The Holy Spirit who dwells within us will bring us the word. And we have the responsibility to act on it. Even if it seems a minor thing, a foolish thing, act on it and see what the Lord will do. Act on it. Hallelujah. Because you're not God 
and you don't have a divine perspective, you don't know a simple act of faith, the repercussions like dominoes that could happen. Amen? I was, uh, I've told the story before, but I was sitting in my house getting ready to go to church and uh, I wasn't preaching or anything and the Lord spoke to me. He spoke to me as the commander. I want you to pray for a little girl this morning. Don't forget. It was like that. You know, Jesus comes to us in different ways. When he comes again, he will come as the commander of the hosts of heaven. And it will be terrifying for those who rejected him. Don't forget. Do you know that you're a soldier and you're serving a general? And that general is awesome. So I went to church. Act on the word. Waited around <coughs> about 45 minutes or so had a cup of tea or whatever, talked to people, people were leaving, 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 leaving. And I said, well, Lord, she's not here. I went to get my bag and a lady came up and said, Mark, there's a mother here who has a very sick girl. I said, I've been waiting. So uh, Rebecca brought her little girl Evelyn up and to me and the place was almost empty and uh, Evelyn had um, severe stomach problems, had stopped growing, basically couldn't eat and her grandparents thought that she would die and said a brief prayer, done my job, obeyed the Lord and went home. And Rebecca and her husband were like, is that it? Is that it? And uh, they stepped out in faith. They stopped all medication. And the girl was completely healed. And the grandparents, the, the, the grandmother is Robin. And she's an accountant. And she's been the treasurer of this organization for years. And her husband is a computer specialist. And he's constantly helping me out. And if, if I had missed, you know, if I hadn't obeyed what seemed like a small thing, a girl could be dead and the ministry could be suffering. You see, what, what your mind thinks is unimportant, don't forget. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, don't forget. Praise God. John 9, 6. When he had said these things, Jesus spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Hallelujah. Everyone say, act on the word. He was a blind man, and Jesus spat in the dust, made clay, anointed clay, put the clay on the man's eyes. And you might think that is a very strange thing to do. And then told the man to go and wash in the pool of Siloam, not any pool. 
in this pool and he went down into the water, washed the clay off his eyes, came up seeing. Hallelujah. How important it is to obey the word of God. The word of God indwells the believer by meditation. Everyone say meditation. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Meditation is different from reading a novel. Meditation is your spirit, your heart is inclined to heaven that heaven would speak to you, would bring inspiration and light through the word of God. Your, your heart, as you're reading the word of God, your heart is inclined to heaven. God, speak to me. And then God brings the word by the Holy Spirit and you meditate. It is the joy and rejoicing of the heart. It is what you delight in. If you don't delight in the word, if you don't approach the word in faith, how will it become power in your life? How will it indwell, abide and live in your heart? How will you act on the word if the word is dead in your mind? It is of some value to the mind, but it has to live in the heart and out of the heart comes faith and action. Faith without works is dead. The word must be acted on. You need to come out of your comfort zone where you believe but don't do anything. You need to come out of your comfort zone where you believe, oh yes, I'm a Christian, I believe the Bible, but you don't act on it so it doesn't work for you. Turn to your neighbour and say, come out of your comfort zone. Meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. If you meditate on the word, if you believe the word, then it is easier to observe, to obey the word. The word is the king's manual. It is the law of the kingdom of heaven. As you meditate on it, you can know his laws his principles that govern the kingdom of heaven. For example, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If you meditate on the word, you can know what the word says by the Holy Spirit. Don't listen to a whole lot of churches that are telling you that sin is okay. Read the word of God and you'll find out for yourself. Meditate on it and let the Holy Spirit convict your life of the truth. And the, the word will change you.
For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. The prosperity and good success comes by observing, obeying, and acting on the word of God. It doesn't come by simply knowing it. It comes when you, the word abides in you and you're obeying it. Amen? You know, some Christians are like, Lord, bless me, bless me, but I'm not going to do what you tell me because that will take me out of my comfort zone. And there's a lot of that. Yes, I'll follow Jesus, but don't send me here or there. You know, it's... You can be my Lord as long as you do what I want. To act on the word, listen to this, is to be led by the Holy Spirit. To act on the word is to be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and the word are one. Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. Proverbs one twenty three. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. The word and the Holy Spirit are inseparable. We read in 1 John 5, 6, and it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. The Word of God is truth and the Spirit is truth. So people, Christians who claim to be Spirit-led but are not Word-based easily go into deception. They're flighty. They're super spiritual without any solid grounding the word and the spirit the spirit does nothing apart from the word of God for there are three that bear witness in heaven the father the word and the holy spirit and these three are one you cannot separate the word from the holy spirit and if you do, you put yourself in spiritual danger of following your own imaginations, your own carnal dreams, your own thoughts, the lusts of the flesh. People say, well, God told me to divorce my husband. God told me to divorce my wife. You know, they have these false prophecies and they believe them they believe their own thoughts or they believe demonic voices they hear these voices and so many Christians are carried away by this nonsense if you are led by the spirit you are acting on the word of God and you will walk in the truth and the truth will set you free Hallelujah. Romans 8.12 Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will 
die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. And how will you put to death the things of the flesh? But by acting on the Word of God. When the Word of God says this is sin, read Galatians 5, I think it's verse 19. The works of the flesh are evident. All right? When you, when you read that sort of stuff and you act on it, then you, you walk in righteousness and repentance. When the word indwells you, it creates faith for you to act. So, you know, you, you need to delight yourself in the word. Take time to meditate in it. I personally find memorizing is for me a profound way of going deeper. When I read it, it seems like often I'm at one level. But when I memorize it, repeating it over and over and over, I begin to see things I didn't realize were there. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the preaching of Christ. Many people say, I want to hear from God. Meditate on his word. It's his voice. It's his voice. The word of God is light. Many people are confused. They don't know what to do. Meditate on the light. You'll become a lamp to your feet. Hallelujah. Praise God. And let's just read Mark eleven twenty two. Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. When God puts his word in your mouth, for example, in prophecy, and you speak his word, do not doubt in your heart, and it shall come to pass. In, in deliverance, uh, deliverance is very similar to healing, if not the same thing. When the Holy Spirit speaks to me, brings his word to me, this person is free. I will speak that and believe it, even if the person is still screaming or manifesting. Because whatever you speak shall be done. Amen? You know, if a, if a child is autistic and, and it's screaming and carrying on in front of you, and the Holy Spirit speaks to you, this child will go to university. This child shall learn. You speak the word. You act on the word. And you deny what you see. Because there is an eternal truth. God's word which is much greater than any fact. Amen? So you can prophesy over situations, believing in your heart, and see things change. God's word is greater than any problem. Hallelujah. Man shall not live by bread alone. The people are in the desert. They got nothing. They got this in the wilderness. Forty years, 
There's no food in the desert. Man shall not live by bread alone, God says to the people of Israel, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That's how we should live. When God speaks, act. And he speaks through the word. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, never give up. Never give up. Because God is behind his word. He's supporting his word. God is in his word. Never give up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, there's some people here and, you know, you're just on the verge of giving up. Act on the word. Believe the word. Move in the word. That's how we live and move in the Holy Spirit. In him I live and move and have my being. In the word we live and move and have our being. How are we, we led by the Holy Spirit? How are we empowered by the Holy Spirit? By meditating on the word of God. It's one of the primary ways that we can be filled with the Holy Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit, prospered, good success, be in the word. Let the word dominate your heart and mind and actions. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, let the word dominate your heart your mind and your actions. Stop acting out your doubt. Tell your neighbor, stop acting out your doubt. Amen. Your miracle is only an action away. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we've been fed by the word, haven't we? He sent his word and healed them. Amen. He is in his word. It's not like we're preaching and then, you know, then we're doing something different, you know. It's not like we're preaching and then, oh, we'll do the healing. The word. Paul said, and the word was manifest through our preaching. The power to heal is in the word. Amen. And may the Lord take control of our mouths so that when we speak to people, we have self-control and we speak the word to them. Amen. God will never anoint your words. True? He'll only anoint his word. And you don't have to get religious. Thus says the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know the word, because it exists in the heavens, it's, his word is settled in the heavens, his word moves without human words. The name of Jesus moves in power without words it's a small mind that thinks that you have to talk for God to do something 
The word of God is not constrained by human activity. The word of God is not constrained by us. The word of God is power. Hallelujah. Think on that. Selah. Amen.